Hello, everyone, and welcome to the RC Plane Lab podcast. I'm Ron. I'm Tom. So what we wanted to do was uh, actually start releasing episodes early. Our plan originally was April 7th was going to be our launch date. However, due to the coronavirus, um, everything is kind of getting closed down. So we wanted to give all the folks at home something to listen to, some new episodes. So we are going to be releasing now on a weekly basis. Um, our first episode that we planned on releasing on the 7th is going to be released today also. So today you'll actually get two episodes. Um, so this episode is kind of just be us talking. We're not going to really get into anything too, uh, too planned or too serious. So my wife and, and kids are home now. Um, our state has pretty much closed down. Uh, as of today, uh, we live in Illinois. Our governor has closed uh, pretty much all non-essential businesses and has enforced a, uh, what's it called, Tom, uh, like a, a stay-at-home? Uh, yeah, shelter-in-place. Yeah, shelter-in-place uh, for all of the, the residents of Illinois. Right. So due to that, uh, like I said, my wife and kids are at home. School has been canceled at least till April 7th is when they're saying uh, it is the the end of this unless they extend it. So, right. uh, I will still be going to work because, because uh, you're essential. Well, uh, so they say, so yeah, the business I'm in is considered essential. So I, I, uh, I won't have as much time at home as, uh, as Tom does. He will be working from home. Um, but with everything that's being closed, it kind of clears up our evenings. It clears up our weekends where we don't have as much. Uh, as much going on, really. So we figured we'd do a few more extra podcasts if we could kind of throw some in here and there, just kind of give you updates on what we're doing, what we're working on on our time off. Um, with my wife being home, uh, she is, you know, she's a wonderful woman. And she, she's going to be doing the things that, uh, you know, she's going to get things done that she's been wanting to do. Um, and that will also free up some time for me to do things that I wanted to do. So I will have more time, like I said, for working on RC planes for doing this podcast. Um, and so we, we just wanted to kind of give back, give you guys something to listen to while you're hopefully working on your uh, RC airplanes, building your kits, building your ARFs, or, you know, doing whatever you're, you're working on. Right, a little background uh, noise. Yeah, so just something to, uh, to, you know, hopefully help get everybody through this. So you, you got to take the good with the bad. So, yeah, this is uh, this is times to be kind of uh, concerned with, I suppose, but don't dwell on it. Yeah, so that's our plan. So, uh, you know, stick with us. We're going to be uh, releasing episodes now, like I said. So uh, be on the lookout for new episodes coming weekly um, with maybe some extra ones. Won't be nearly as long, but maybe some extra short clip kind of things just to have Tom and I discuss what we've been working on and, and give you updates, uh, you know, scattered throughout. So uh, good luck, everybody. And let's uh, let's get started with the episode. OK. anyone interested in RC airplanes. We'll share tips and tricks on how to build models and talk about successful flights, epic crashes, and everything in between. Visit us at rcplanelab.com to sign up for our email list and to ask us questions. You can also text us or leave us a voicemail at 818-351-9846. Please help us out by rating and reviewing us in your favorite podcast app. Thanks for spending time with us today. Now here are your hosts, Ron and Tom. Okay, everybody, welcome back. 
so let's talk about things we're going to be doing in our downtime. Uh, things that we plan on uh, accomplishing, things yeah. that we uh, we want to get done that we haven't had the chance to get done lately. So, Tom, what what have you been working on? Well, I've been working on this uh, Horton HO229 project that uh, you know we mentioned before. Uh, also, probably going to try to maybe finish up some other projects that I've had started for a long time, uh, SOP with Camel and a few other things. Um, hopefully, if time allows and uh, we can get together. I can finish the stick and um, get a lot of these projects done. Hopefully, uh, with the time that we're going to have off. Yeah, yeah, that'll that'll be a good thing to kind of reset. And you know, I'm looking forward to spending more time with family and that kind of stuff too. It's not all going to be RC airplane stuff. Really, but, uh, a lot of it will be. Oh, mine's going to all be RC. Well, yeah, I know. <laughs> well, I still have young kids, so you know. Well, my wife is essential where she works, so I'm kind of home alone. Um, so, I mean, once the chores are done with the house, I have nothing left but to work on airplane. <laughs> You're lucky. That's awesome. Yes, I am. <laughs> but so, yeah, I've uh, I've been working on the uh, the senior telemaster. I uh, I got stuff done on it. I got the elevator covered and uh, installed. So the um, it's been glued on with the uh, with the hinges and all that. So it's on. Um, I went to put the rudder on though. So, okay. When we took that airplane apart, I really did not like the shape of the rudder. Right. Like for some reason, I, I, I'm a big fan of the, the Cavalier rudder, you know, it's got mm -hmm. that nice rounded, rounded rudder on it. It's not just like a, a stick of balsa that looked like it was thrown on the back. Yeah. So I, uh, I did make a new rudder for this one. <laughs> I didn't think, I guess when I first did it about how the tail wheel would connect to it. So when I yep. went to put it on, uh, it wasn't low enough. So I had it all covered, ready to go on, didn't fit right. So I had to take all the covering off and I, I added another, oh, I don't know, three eighths of an inch or so to the bottom of it. That way I could get yeah. the tail wheel on. So I did get that redone. I got that recovered. Well, you needed room for the, for the control horn too, right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Because I really wanted to be able to run that underneath the stabilizer mm -hmm. as opposed to over, or, uh, over it. I just think it looks better if you don't see it as much when it's sitting on the ground. Okay. Uh, so that will allow me to uh, to do it that way also, so I can run it underneath and kind of hide it. Um, yeah, we threw those uh, the servos in the tail, so it's as far back as we could get them, just because the the engine that's going on there is pretty heavy, and I wanted to have uh, a better chance of getting it bounced without using extra weights. So yeah, it's always better when you don't have to add weight. <laughs> yeah, so that's about where I I stand on that one. Um, I have the engine mounts on, so they're ready to have the engine installed. Uh, actually, the engine that I'm putting on there, I'm going to switch it over to uh, to be a gas airplane. And actually, the motor I'm putting on is 30cc mm -hmm. uh, Royobi, actually, that uh, you converted from, mm -hmm. uh, I don't know, what did it come off of? Uh, yeah, so it's a it's a Ryobi. Uh, it was a weed eater at one time. Weed eater, okay. And uh, so, like, when it, when it comes to doing that, mm -hmm. I've never converted one from, obviously, weed eater or chainsaw or anything like that to make them fit on this. I've heard of people doing it. What What's involved in it? Well, it's, it's, it's not too complicated. I basically hack off uh, anything that's unnecessary. Um, and if you're going to convert it to electronic ignition, you can get rid of the flywheel and, uh, and basically uh, figure out a way to mount it and... Uh, and that's really it. I, I had the good fortune that at the time I was a machinist and uh, I machined my own uh, propeller hub and, uh, you know, 
put a magnet in it for the Hall effect sensor to pick up uh, for the electronic ignition. But uh, it's all in all, it's not too complicated. The most complicated part of it, it really is uh, setting up the ignition, uh, you know, timing, so to speak. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I can understand that. And yeah. you said, um, like, the magneto comes off too then? Obviously. So yep. Yeah, everything that, uh, yeah, if you're going to go with electronic ignition, which I highly recommend because those big flywheels are heavy and that's a lot of weight on the nose and it rotates, you know, so um, torque and things like that come into come into play. So if you can convert it to electronic ignition, uh, you're really kind of better off and it, and it really simplifies the installation too. Yeah, I mean, the way you, this is all set up now, there's really not that much to do with it. You just have to hook up a, a couple pieces of electronics to it um, and it's, it's pretty much done, yeah. so... Yeah, that should be easy. I hopefully will have yeah. that mounted. Um, hopefully this weekend, but we'll see how things go. Okay. But uh, yeah, yeah, other than that, I want to get some of the electronics. We'll be running this thing next week. It's going to be pretty quick, yeah. But yeah, I want to get some of the, yeah. the electronics in uh, and kind of get that all buttoned up and done. It's probably going to be a little while till we fly it because we're going to have to wait for this whole whole thing to uh, to pass, if you will. Right. Um, yeah. Because this is when I'm probably going to want to go fly at the field for the first time. I don't necessarily sure. think uh, I wouldn't be comfortable doing it at home, uh, just because. Well, it's, not not for the not for the maiden anyway. Yeah, maybe after I see how it flies and and how it handles, it might not be too bad. But for the for the first time, just in case something happens, I always prefer to to go to the field for maidens. Yeah, me too. But uh, a lot more room out there at the field. <laughs> yeah, that's true, and and there's a lot less trees, a lot less houses. Um, you know, not, not that there's houses exactly. really close to where I am, but if something happened and you lost a plane, it, you know, it's possible it would be, uh, it's possible it would go somewhere you don't want it to go. And that does happen with planes. So, unfortunately, it's not unheard of to lose one. Unfortunately, it, it does happen once in a while. Not nearly as often as it used to, though. That's for sure. Thanks to 2.4. Yeah, see, I never flew before the 2.4 was out, so I didn't have to deal with FM or... AM or whatever they had before. Good times. So I guess I'm kind of lucky in, in not knowing what that whole casco was about. Right. Yeah, um, it was good times. But yeah. So after we're done with with these, what uh, what are you thinking about working on next? Well, like I said, I gotta I gotta finish up these projects on the bench before I start anything new on on the Horton. Um, yeah, making making good progress, especially now that we have all this extra time. Um, yeah, I got the left hand wing sheeted and. So I'll have to cut out the control surfaces and um, hinge them. This thing uses a, a unique hinging method. Um, they're freeze-style hinges, F-R-I-S-E. So we'll put a picture up on the website maybe so people can see what I'm talking about. But um, uh, still have all that to do, and then I still have to do the right-hand wing panel, install drag rudders, and move on to the view. So I have a lot of work to do. Hopefully I get it all done here with this, thanks to the coronavirus. But... Uh, before I start anything new, I, I would like to get these things off my bench. You know, we kind of talked a little bit about maybe what we'd work on next. And I don't know. I Once these things are done, who knows? Maybe we'll uh, we'll come up with something together we can work on. You had said something about maybe doing a, a kit or something that you, uh, that you have. So I think that would be fun. Yeah, a, a kit would be good. Um, I have, you know, I have a few to choose from. Um, We'll see. I mean, uh, a kit, you know, is uh, is a lot of fun, and you can, you know, you can usually frame up a uh, an airframe depending on the complexity of the kit, you know, in a few evenings. But if you're really looking for a challenge, or I, I've kind of got the itch to do maybe a scratch build, um, 
you know, oh, this next time. Okay, you got my attention on that. So I've never done a scratch build, but I actually have oh, yeah? some plans that, uh, yeah, if you don't want to do a kit and you want to do a scratch build, I have some plans. It's an old uh, a Ford uh, tri-motor. Really? Yeah, you don't see very many of those. I think that would be fun to do. Oh, that would be a fun project. I could uh, I could definitely see working on working on something like that next. It's a fairly simple airplane. And yeah, I, I think, um, yeah, maybe we'll we'll look into that. Would you go electric? I would like to do electric, <laughs> but I, I would like to have, you know, honestly, I'd like to have four strokes on it, but I don't know how well, yeah, how well cool. uh, that would work. It's only like, a, I think it's a 78 inch wingspan, if I remember the plans correctly. Mm -hmm. um, so have you ever scaled right. up plans? I have not. I've bought plans that have been scaled up and built okay. from that before. Um, but I've never actually scaled anything up myself. Okay, so you've built from scaled up plans, though. So I mean, like literally, does that just mean they're they're blown up a little bit? Because mm -hmm. I can blow, I, I think I can so. blow them up. Um, depending on, and I if, think... if if it's something, because I'd like to do okay. this towards you know hundred inch wingspan or something in those lines. Um, so if you sure. would like to teach me, oh, I know right? if you'd like to teach me how to build off of plans that don't really match exactly, I would have no problem doing that. That would be fun. Yeah, I I think that would be. It would be a, it'd be a good experience, you know, um, especially, you know, I'm, I'm old school, so I'm always uh, recommending to folks who want to stay in the hobby and call themselves modelers. They should they should build a kit at the very least. Or if you really want to be a modeler, yeah, build something from plans from scratch. Um, that's that's kind of my favorite. Uh, and I think if you've got a if you've got a good quality set of plans that you can blow up, um, yeah, I think that'd be, I think that might be our next project. Yeah. When you're blowing up plans, you want to, you don't want to, you don't want to enlarge them such that <clears throat> all the dimensions are weird. Yeah. For example, you know, an airplane that uses say three, you know, quarter by three eighths spars, you don't want to blow that up. And then now you've got some weird size spar that's not a, a standard size that you can go buy at their balsa supplier. Does that make sense? Yeah. You do have to be careful about, about, you know, shrinking or, or enlarging plans. Yeah. You know, you want to keep it even. Like, so if it's, if it's, you know, like quarter by three eighths and you blow it up, say 50%, it doesn't necessarily mean then that it's going to be, you know, half by three quarter. You know what I'm saying? So you have to be careful with the, with the ratios and stuff. But I mean, as long as you, you know, as long as you blow it up when you can get close on, on some of the standard sizes, like, you know, you want standard size wing spars, you want kind of standard size um, laundrons and things like that. But you can modify um, to some extent, as long as you're, you know, building to the outline, you're usually okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. That I makes understand sense. what you're saying. So it'll, it'll take some work on the plans, obviously, to, to, okay. to blow them up. But maybe, sure. uh, maybe we'll yep. go over that. Cause like I said, I'd like to have one of those 100 inch or so. So actually, it's been probably four. Yeah, it would probably be about four years ago now that I think about it, because uh, it was before Piper was born. Um, so there was a there's a Ford trimotor that comes around the country, I guess, and and you can ride on. You know, you can buy tickets. Oh, it takes yeah. the tour. Yeah. And so my wife and oldest kid and I, I did that, and uh, oh, it was a blast. They both got sick. Like he, <laughs> my, my oldest was about ready to throw up by the time we landed. I mean, uh, you know, I was I was like a row ahead of them. Okay. Uh, and when I turned around to look, when I turned around to look at him as we were taking off, his hands were just like holding onto that chair like for dear life. It was so funny. 
<laughs> we have a picture uh, that we took afterwards and and both he and and my wife kind of looked like they were a little bit out of it they just uh, <laughs> uh you could tell it wasn't it wasn't as fun for them as it was for me was, uh, but i was I that do it again the first thing flying that was no um we actually went up in a, a small like seven aircraft so something a lot smaller than that too with uh, my brother-in-law had okay. knew somebody that had oh okay uh, that had an airplane we just kind of went up around our hometown and, and flew over our houses and that kind of stuff and i enjoyed that too and the, the right. same thing happened to both of them they were uh they were happier really? i think to get out <laughs> than they were to get in <laughs> but, yeah, no, okay. it, it was a good time, and okay. I they would enjoy it a lot more if it wasn't for getting sick. And I, I think, you know, my wife gets sick. I think more yeah. than than my son did. I think he was more. Uh, well, there was a little bit of that motion sickness. I think he was just not sure because you know the airplane. Oh hell, it was what ninety years old or something by the time we flew in it. So, it's uh, it, it's an old airplane. Yeah, but it was it was still pretty cool. And then we actually saw another one of them. We went up uh, with uh, some friends of ours to the the Henry Ford Museum up in Michigan. It's been two or three, well, probably four years ago, something again on that. Okay. And uh, yeah, so we saw one of those they had on display out there too. And it was like, hey, we flew in one of those and I really like that airplane. So I think that would be a great next airplane to build or first scratch build for me. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. So let's clear off some of these projects, get them finished. And then, uh, yeah, we'll definitely get started on something like that i think that would be a great project yeah i do too the only thing i have that i actually need to do to get finished to get out of the way uh is that senior telemaster but like i said that's that's it's on almost its finishing. Done. yeah it's, it's on its last leg there's not much else to do yeah. i need to I finish have, my stick that's down there in your way and that's got less time on it than than the than the than the telemaster does so i don't think that's yeah, gonna that, be too bad that thing can be finished up in an evening yeah the other thing uh i have that cavalier i'm working on that's probably one that i will continue on and, and start working on as time allows um it doesn't have to be done anytime mm -hmm. soon uh i do have my yak downstairs though my my 40 percent yak that uh needs to get recovered yeah um yeah that's a big project yeah and i think i'm okay uh, as time allows, I'm okay. I think if that waits till next year, I'm not in a huge rush to get that one recovered because that's going to take a lot of time, a lot of effort. Um, and I just want to make sure it's done right. I don't want to yeah. get halfway through on it and have something that big in the way. I mean, I can, right. Well, there's, there's stuff you can do in the meantime also, like, you know, you, you're pretty much going to go through that entire airplane. You know, you can take the electronics out and, and send them off, you know, and have them checked yeah, over. Yeah, in the I meantime. do plan on having all that done. Um, I would be upset with myself. Yeah, it, so yeah I would be ready, upset with myself if I know? flew that without having that checked and something yeah. happened. So I'd rather just do everything the right way right. and yeah. and get it done correctly. Yeah, just so so maybe you know we can let anyone who might be listening know um, why why are we <laughs> going through the yak? I mean, it's not something it's not something you would normally do to an airplane that's in your in your stable so to speak um right i don't want to no well i understand <laughs> but no, i don't so want our listeners to be confused and i don't want anybody to think that you have to do this to your airframes every so often and well it's usually it's, you have to do something like this because something happens right so right? i had it stored in in my airplane trailer and it did spring a leak mm -hmm. so uh when i went uh -huh. when i went out this spring okay. uh and looked at it so Actually, this airplane didn't get 
messed up um, because of the the water that came in the trailer. I did lose three airplanes because of it. Um, right. Two of which are probably fixable, but one I'm not even going to worry about or try. It's a, a, a Piper Cub that uh, that really, I mean, it just, it got the most wet out of all of them. Um, and mm-hmm. it, it's warped. I mean, the, the skin has all come off. The monocoat is peeled off and, and wood underneath just looks terrible. So that that's one that's just not even worth trying to do anything on. Um, the one I'm most right. upset about being out there getting messed up is my Sig Cavalier. Um, it looks like the fuselage yeah, that is That was fine. your first one too, right? That was my first nitro plane. Yeah. And my really yeah. favorite one that I had. Um, it didn't right. get flown as much because it was nitro. Most of the stuff I fly around uh, my house at least is electric. So it, uh, I hadn't touched that one or seen it for a while. Um, but the fuselage, it's okay. The wing is toast. But I do have plans for building a new wing. So I can probably, there you go. I can probably work on doing that too sometime. But I'm, the kit I'm building now is a, a SIG Cavalier already. So I will have that. Uh, and you don't need two of them. So, and actually, I, what I'm more excited about with uh, <laughs> the one I'm building, um, so I'm putting retractable gear in it. Uh, that's one of the fun things you can do when you're yes, building your own cool. airplane is make exactly how you want it. So um, it's, you know, tricycle gear, just like a, a yeah. regular Cavalier is. Um, but yeah, so I, I went ahead and did retractable gear and I'm going to change it where it's an electric airplane as opposed to a, a nitro. Uh, so yeah, it's going to be pretty cool when it's done. I'm, I'm excited about that part. Right. I have all the electronics and stuff in uh, and installed for the gear. So that part's all all done. I just got to finish up on uh, on the wing, really, because everything else is uh, is taken care of on the fuselage. Yeah. So that's one too that shouldn't take too long. But but getting back to the yak. Oh yeah, I forgot about. I I think I was mentally trying to not tell that story. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> I really do. Um, but usually when something like that gets wet, um, and and the high humidity, it you know that it gets everywhere. To include your electronics. Yeah. So they really, you know, especially on an airplane that's that big and that um, the electronics are that um, that expensive, it's worthwhile to send the servos and the receiver and any sort of electronic gizmo that was in the airframe back to a manufacturer. And they'll, I know Horizon, you know, does this, they'll provide a service, you know, they'll go through everything, make sure everything is good to go. Because these were, specifically the servos were, were fairly expensive servos. Yeah, they were over a hundred bucks a piece. And there's, I think, eight of them in there, if I remember right. right. So, uh, let's see, two, four, yeah, eight. Yeah. Um, so, that's why. I mean, it's not something we would normally recommend somebody do every season, you know, go entirely through your airframe. But this particular um, case, yeah, yeah, I think it warrants, you know, sending the electronics to the manufacturer and taking all the covering off, inspecting the airframe, making sure, you know, all the all the glue joints and all the, you know, the sheeted surfaces, make sure that's all still really solid because um, especially an airplane this large, it's not it's not easy uh, sometimes financially to acquire another one if you if you have to. Right. Yeah. If you know well, what I'm saying. I really I, yeah, I do. I get it. it they're very expensive. Um, right. I planned on recovering this anyway. Uh, the color right. thing that's on right. it is nice, but it's not me. You know, I, nope, I, I, prefer, I, I prefer I prefer on colors. Um, mm-hmm. so that was in the plan anyway. This just kind of pushes my, my time frame for it up. Um, and like I said, yep. if I don't get to it this year, I don't get to it this year. Uh, I did actually already buy a new cowl for it. Um, 
So it's a it's an Aerotech yak. And apparently, uh, it's kind of hard to find out information on that company. Uh, from what I understand, it was a company in Florida. Um, and several years ago, like, I'm thinking late, like 2009-ish, 2010 era. I, I think that's when it was. Um, okay. That company had a fire or something. And they lost all of their molds. They lost everything for building oh, wow. those big planes. Um, oh, that's a shame. That's the story I heard now, how correct it is. Like I said, I, I, I can't tell for sure. But I was on Flying okay. Giant several years ago when I was trying to research and find out, you know, more information on this airplane after I got it. And there was a guy there that had um, that had a cowl for it. But he said it was the last one. Apparently, he worked for the company. Um, and he said it was the last one that they had. Oh, okay. And luckily, and something I like, too, it's a split cowl. So it has the top and the bottom, which the cowl that was on the original plane um, was a single piece cowl. So it, was, it really made it a pain in the yeah, when you were piece. trying to do anything, uh, tuning the engine, doing anything on that engine to have to take that whole cowl off. Because to do that, you had to take, obviously, the propeller off. And, and it was just a pain, especially if you're just trying to adjust something because it, it, it was hard, like where the, the set screws and stuff for the the... Oh, what's it called for like the high the high and low needles were hard to get to um so you couldn't just drill a hole oh, right. in the in the okay. cowl so it was something to where you had to literally take it off to adjust the engine so it'll be nice we get that all painted up it'll be a two-piece cowl and then we can just take the top piece off no problem and then uh you know do whatever adjustments need to be yeah. done so make your adjustments i'm looking forward to doing that but it it, it probably won't be this year yeah. I'm, a, I'm excited i about guess that. on the same kind of note um I know you've had a lot of airplanes, um, more so than than me. But is there any any airplanes you've ever wanted that you have not had yet? Oh gosh. Um, well, sure. Um, you know, I'm I'm sort of space limited where I where I live. Uh, you know, I can only fit a 50 cc size airplane is about as comfortable as I'm getting. Um, trying to get in and out of the basement where I where I keep all my airplanes. Uh, so I've, I've wanted a, a big airplane, like, you know, like your yak for a while. I just, just don't have any place to store it easily. Um, but I think if I, you know, if I could figure out the storage situation and, and transportation, I, I think I'd really like to have one of those big, um, great planes, third scale, uh, Matt Chapman, uh, 580s. I just think those are really cool. Looking. You know, the yellow one with the paint splats on it, you know what I'm talking about? I don't know. Hold on. I'm bringing it up on Google really quick. <laughs> okay. Uh, but oh, for some reason, yeah, I know I, there's something, about. yeah, there's something about that airplane. I just, I like, I've worked on uh, one for a club member. Um, and I liked having it here in the basement, which having it here in the basement is proof that I can get it in and out of the basement. So, <laughs> that's true. Hmm. Yeah. That's a good size <laughs> airplane. What, uh, do you know, wingspan yeah. or anything like prime pulled up? I think it was, I think it was right at, Hundred inches, maybe maybe less. Yep, that's what it says. Yeah, uh, eighty to one hundred cc, and then hundred yep. inches. Right. So yeah, it's not too um, bad as long as you stay under that hundred and twenty six inch span. <laughs> I'm good. Why do I need to stay under that, Ron? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my claim to fame. I I like the big planes, and I want to have the biggest one. So none okay. of my friends can have anything bigger. Yeah, and I'm okay with that because I can't store anything that big. <laughs> yeah, it, it is a pain, but it's it's a it's an impressive plane. It is. I like the size of it. 
It sure looks. And I know there's some out there that are bigger. So oh yeah, that, that's but cool. I mean, but that 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 gets you right underneath the the weight limit, you know, for having more restrictions put on you. Right. Well, it used to be waivers and things like that with the with AMA, which you know that may be changing here in the near future. Who knows? We can talk yeah, about that uh, another time. Time will tell. Yeah, yeah, when we know more about it, I guess. Right. But uh, but yeah, I think I think that um, that's that's an airplane that's on the list, you know, uh, by you. Um. So I've always I mean, liked besides, the, besides besides crash the trimotor. Or trimotor. I've always liked the uh, the Piper uh, Pawnees. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought that that would be a, a neat one to have. I'd like to have a big one of those too. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, what else? Oh, the the Pilotus Porter, the PC six. Oh. That's another one that I've always liked. It's kind of an ugly airplane. Um. <laughs> it is. It is actually an ugly airplane, but for some reason, I I really like that one. Okay. There's something about the long nose on it that just, I, I think it's a, it's so odd it's different. that I like yeah. it. Yeah I, yeah. I don't, you know, everybody has cubs. Everybody has all these, the, <laughs> like a uh, Mustangs. Everybody has the same airplanes. Right. I like different airplanes. Um, you don't see a lot of the Pawnees, you know, the, there are true. a few of them out there, but not, not many. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I think I like things that aren't everywhere. And that's the other thing about the trimotor. You know, I've never seen one of those in real life. Uh, even with all the fly-ins we've been to, with all the different places we've gone. Oh, you mean a you mean a model one? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I've never seen right. an RC uh, trimotor in real life. Mm. So you know, come to think of it, I don't think I've ever seen a model of it either. Yeah. So, I mean, other than maybe uh, maybe one of those old um, Gillows kits, I don't think I've ever seen an actual RC version. So there you go. Yeah, that'll be fun. Definitely a worthy project. Yeah. So. Boy, we keep coming back to that. <laughs> yeah, I think that means we both want to. I think, yeah, I think that means uh, we're both excited about it. I think that should definitely be uh, be our next, once we've got these other ones finished, I think that should be our next project. Yeah, I'll try and dig out the plans and see what all goes into it. Maybe we can okay. uh, uh, cool. look at them next time you're over in the next, you know, month or however long it is. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll see what uh, what the governor says, huh? Yeah. I don't remember if I said earlier in this episode or not, but as of today, we're on, on the shelter in place or the lockdown or whatever it is. So, right. Yeah. We're yep. uh, not only are school closed or schools closed till at least April 7th, uh, but same with shelter in place. So it, uh, it will definitely give us yeah. some more time. Well, it's not going to last forever. I mean, you know, it'll, it'll pass in time and then we can get together and talk about that. Yeah. So cool. Um, yeah. You have anything else you want to talk about? Uh, no, no, not really. I mean, uh, I think we've, uh, I think we've covered everything we've been able to accomplish with our time off. So that's something. Yeah. So okay. Well, um, like I said before, then we are going to start releasing weekly. We are going to release okay. this episode, obviously, if you're listening to it uh, now, and we are also going to be releasing what was going to be our first episode uh, today. So we will have our RC planes for beginners episode out today. Um, and then we're going to have, so like my plan is we'll, we'll do probably some more of these little, you know, updates, you know, how are things going, um, mm-hmm. more so than like what our planned episodes were. Um, we did, and you know, we, we will right. still work on those because those are going to be more like the polished where we actually know what we're going to be talking about. So there's not, you know, they're more of an outline. So it's going to sound better. It's going to sound like we, you know, had a plan. Whereas with this one, you might be able to tell we didn't, this is just kind of a conversation. Right. 
Um, so we'll have both of them, you know, both types of episodes kind of scattered in together and, and we'll just kind of go and, and see how, how things go for the next several weeks. Yeah. And, and, and like always, if, um, if you guys who are, and gals who might be listening, if you guys have, uh, stuff you want to hear us talk about, uh, hit us up, you know, Ron at, uh, rcplanelab.com or Tom at rcplanelab.com. Yeah. We'd love to hear your ideas. Yeah. Or just visit the website and all our contact information is on there also. So that's rcplanelab.com. Yep. Yeah, and we'll post. Uh, I'll see if I can get some pictures posted of the of the Horton project, and uh, maybe you can post a picture of your yak. <laughs> oh, I don't know. We'll, we'll In see. Its current I don't state. know if I want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All um, right. But yeah, I'll, when we're finished with the uh, with the with the senior telemaster, I'll definitely put a, a picture of that one up. Yeah, I think I think that would be yeah. cool. It looks really good. It really Thank does. You. I like the I like the colors you picked Thank for you. it. I do too. Okay, well, until next time, I'm Ron. I'm Tom. Thanks for listening. Bye. See you later. Thanks for listening to the RC Plane Lab podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. For topic suggestions, to ask questions, or to give any feedback, connect with us at rcplanelab.com. You can also leave us a voicemail at 818-351-9846. Please help us out by rating and reviewing us in your favorite podcast app. Until next week, may your landings be gentle.